0: Today is Monday, January 25th, 2016, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and we're on location working on And Those of you that have been visiting the website over the last week or so, you've seen the campaign that's been going on to help raise all the funds necessary to keep Medjugorje.com online and free for the world. This is the first campaign that we have done in the last three or four years. We have not asked for uh, much over those past few years. But we have uh, offered many, many things free. Just last year alone, we offered 80 Radio Wave broadcasts free to listen or to download. And uh, we're here on location working on some improvements on Medjugorje.com and some uh, corrections of some things that we have been looking at for some time and many things in the future uh, that we will be needing to uh, release and so it's important that we raise this these funds. And those of you who are listening, you know what you receive through these broadcasts with a friend of Medjugorje and through the materials that you read on the website. You know what you receive. You know what others receive through that. And uh, many, many people have responded to this. And uh, we're praying that many, many more people do respond to it. Wanted to mention that we're here on location doing this. And uh, this is where we'll be broadcasting from tonight with a friend of Medjugorje. But first, and most importantly, the message we received today that a friend of Medjugorje is going to open up for us in a special way, particular way, for us to understand what Our Lady is doing in the world, the work that she has for us, and the importance of her apparitions. And so, as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje.
1: Our Lady has not come to the world to speak to it. Our Lady has come to enter into the world and speak to it on its terms. She's not some far-exalted being shouting us down or correcting us in a way that is above our means or our, our understanding or our wisdom. She said, I come from the people. And she's come to speak to us as the people. And by doing so, it's up to us to listen. It's up to us to decide. It's up to us to find the way that she calls us to walk. It may not sound that exciting to a lot of people, but to me it's the most thrilling thing in my life and since 2,000 years when Christ walked the earth. It is the second greatest moment of time, and many will miss it, and many will convert and many will follow it, and they'll long for those words and messages in lamentation that they lived in the time and they were too busy, or they even heard of it and they did not want to submit to it. Malcolm Gladwell was given a speech about a psychophysicist. His name is Dr. Moskowitz. Dr. Moskowitz helps big companies and corporations to come up with better food products. Pepsi came to them wanting them to do the perfect Pepsi. So, what they did, they did all these studies. They tested a lot of people. They put a lot of drinks in front of them. Which do you like best? How do they improve Pepsi? And they came to a conclusion that, in the end, is what all the food industry has always done. They followed a pattern that all the food industry has always followed. So Moskowitz decided that something has to be looked at another way. He couldn't figure it out. And one day it popped into his head what he needed to do. He said Pepsi doesn't need to make the perfect Pepsi. They need to be looking for the perfect Pepsis. So they realized and he realized what they wanted to change in their sugar content was make variations of top three choices of the groups they tested. He went on for other groups because it was successful what he discovered, and different people hired him for different products. Regu was the top of the food chain on the spaghetti sauce. Prego was losing, but they were the more authentic Italian sauce. So they got Markowitz to look what they were doing. And he did a study. Up to that point, they'd been doing study groups, They went all over the country. They went everywhere and asked what you liked. They'd always pick this and pick that. But Moskowitz came up with another concept that you don't want to do that. You want to see what people want, even though they don't know it. And so what he did, he went everywhere and gave them 10 bowls of spaghetti sauce, and he let them pick out of it from that. And he found that one-third... Of all the people like chunky spaghetti sauce, which nobody had that on the market anywhere. And what happened when he went back, nobody makes that. They were shocked about that. So they were shocked about Prego and what they did. And so they put this into action and they made three versions of the top three choices. Within no time, they sold $600 million worth of chunky tomato sauce. They didn't know that it even existed or people even wanted it. But they never gave them that choice. They started doing this and applying this to all kind of parts of the food industry. And they realized they had to make different variations. One of the tomato sauces now has 36 different versions. Why? Because they tried to say, okay, 70% of the people like Pepsi this way. But what about the other 30% that doesn't? So they realized we're not catering in the right way because people have different wants in a way that while they may drink something is not what they prefer. So in other words, what he says, Mascuist, is the mind knows not what the tongue wants. And so I would say the same thing about Our Lady. The flesh does not know what the soul wants. And so through this testing, even to grade upon musters, They put $4 on it. They put a guy in Mercedes, and somebody's riding up beside, or rather, Rolls Royce, and they put a guy beside him, ask him, what are you eating? And then they made a little jar for the same price of mustard more expensive, and everybody bought it. But this is a deception. It's not that they did it because they liked it. They marketed it. So what they found through this, Muskeris, is that you have to give people what they want, even though they're not aware of it. Because it suits them more. And so, Our Lady's messages come to us in a way, instead of it's just packaged one way that it suits everybody, even though they don't know what they want. When you get the message, you see it. Our Lady speaks to us in a particular way that applies to me as an individual, to my taste, to my life, to what I do, what I need to do, what I don't want to do. They have that kind of power. When Our Lady said, "I'm going to give messages as never before," this is in a form that applies to us is what Maskowitz discovered in the food industry, that how do you get everybody attracted to your product? You make enough where those who don't like it, the lower percentage, can be applied to. Our lady's coming with messages for the whole world, for every culture in every, every way. Our lady just gave a message It says, love the church you belong to. She didn't say, love the Catholic church you belong to, because I'm talking only to Catholics. She's not saying, pray the rosary without saying the same thing to the Muslim who's got prayer breeds, which they call the tabis. In India, they got the same prayer breeds. And they call it another name. But both of them translated in English means rosary. They're halfway there. You think something's going to happen in the future? You think these messages don't apply to everybody? You think ISIS and all this stuff is not going to be defeated in the end? Yes, everything's growing. Everything's growing more evil in the world. But you have to understand the genius of these messages when she says, pray for the profoundness of them, that we found something profound in the food industry by marketing for people that were buying things and eating things that they really didn't want, but that's what was available. But it didn't fit their taste buds. And so now it comes to fit us with a message that can apply to me, my neighbor, my wife, my children, another culture, to their taste, where they could understand it. The 25th message addressed us as Christians, those who really followed Our Lady, those who are devoted, those who had to be reconverted into the faith at the same time. And she mentions Jesus all the time in that. But when you get the second-of-the-month message, where Our Lady mentions Jesus only six times in the 20 years or so they've been given, And yet 262 times, last time we checked, said my son. Because the Muslims can accept that. Non-believers can accept that. It's a different flavor, a different way. And we can still eat that spaghetti sauce because we know what she's saying. It doesn't turn us off, but it turns them on. Whereas something else that they maybe want, they need more chunks to it. They need more beef to it, whatever it is. It's a beautiful thing the way these messages are laid out. And lady comes in a genius way saying, we will give messages. She she said, we, it's God. She says they convey. But I will give messages as never before in the history of the world. This is something happening before you, miraculous. What you're going to hear in a moment was today's message that is said and told and conveyed to everybody on earth that can accept it. Don't be timid about giving these messages out. Don't be timid about talking about them and conveying them and putting your money where your mouth is and start spreading these things. We have to do it now. We have no more time. This is the moment. This is it. We are at the time, we're at 12 midnight. Actually, we're at the quarter of the hour. And in fact, we're 20 minutes to the hour exactly on the apparition. at lures, it was at six o'clock in the morning. In Fatima, is midday at 12 noon. And in Medjugorje, is in the evening. Not only in the evening, it's not on the hour or the half hour. It's 20 minutes till. You don't think that's a message? Every action, every word has purpose, just like the scriptures. Every part of the letter will not be erased, Jesus assured us. And so we need to look at these messages of Our Lady in a profound way, that they mean far more than you can understand. And if we can look at food and analyze it and make that is, what about the food of the words coming to us every single day that we're to read, and on the 25th of the month, and on the 2nd of the month, that Our Lady's got the answer. She's got everything we need, and we're not understanding the significance of it.
2: Our Lady of Medjugorje is... January 25th, 2016, monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today I am calling all of you to prayer. You cannot live without prayer because prayer is a chain which brings you closer to God. Therefore, little children, in humility of heart, return to God and to his commandments. So that with all of your heart, you are able to say, As it is in heaven, so may it be on earth. You little children are free to, in freedom, decide for God or against him. See where Satan wants to pull you into sin and slavery. Therefore, little children, Return to my heart so that I can lead you to my son, Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you for having responded to my call.
1: So what kind of flavors that lady has in this? How's it apply to different people? Where do you hear the way, the truth, and the life from? You hear it from Protestants more than you do Catholics. This is one of their favorite verses that they talk about in the scriptures. So she touches on that. He churches on the humility, on people who need to return to God because they're crushed, whatever may it be with them. And so the commandments, the Muslims can accept that because they have the same Ten Commandments we have, the Jews, same way, and we as Christians have the same. So that flavor, those three things, goes to everybody. These messages are incredible in that they have such a mix of ingredients in them that you will always use them now until the last man draws his breath on earth. And when that comes, these messages are going to be the preface of the Bible. It's going to help us understand how to live in a modern way, how to live under the Antichrist system, and yet still be the food everybody needs. So Our Lady comes here to work. She's come here in gray dress. Maria says that's a sign of servitude. She's come here as a servant. She's told us, ourselves november fifth, nineteen eighty three. I know my children that you have worked and prayed today, but I beseech you be generous and persevere. Continue to pray. Our lady is here to put us to work. To be an apostle means you're gonna work and you got to work hard and it's difficulty. I know a lot of times when I was in excavation it'd be so hot during the daytime that I would be dying of thirst. But work does that to you. It's like being on a chain gang. She said today that. Because prayer is a chain which brings you closer to God. But don't think me; she's not talking about what I'm coming here for. June 2nd, 2015, she says, I desire to work through you. If you lay yourself to be possessed by her, as many people lay themselves to be possessed by Satan, then what traits will come through that person who is possessed by Satan and what traits will come through that person who says, yes, you can work through me. You can possess me. So she says, I desire to work through you, my children, my apostles. So don't think you're not supposed to be working. She says that through works you can convert others. And don't think it's not a difficult harvest. Don't think it's not hard to do. Don't think you won't be thirsty and tired and weary and long to go home to the woman we serve and that we adore and love so much. And will we loan in that work and the more we convert others, at the same time we long to be closer to heaven. My love will work in you. I will make use of you. This is not me saying this. This is not some concept. The Virgin Mary says she's come here, and you have to decide if you want to go work for her. And she said that today. You decide. You little children are free to, in freedom, decide for God or against Him. You can go with the pleasures of the world. You can stay with that. You can stay with your attachments. Whatever you want to do, you're free to decide. But either way, you're going to be laboring. You can be on the chain gang, suffering as a slave. See where Satan wants to pull you into sin and slavery. Or you can be free and be with God. So, working for Our Lady, we can ask, Give me water. I'm thirsty. I worked so hard. She said, October 2nd, 2014. You thirst. Drink out of my hands. My hands are offering you to my son, who is a spring of clear water. My son told me that I am the mother of the entire world. But you know what else? You know what else? Our Lord told his mother. Her son said also, Behold, son, woman, behold thy son this woman is who we all want to go home to with her son and me both of them
3: I hear something saying! The chain gang that's the sound of the men working on the chain gang all day long they work so hard till the Sun is going down working on the highways and byways and wearing wearing a frown you hear them moaning their loud then you hear somebody say That's the sound of the men working on the chain Gang That's the sound of the men working on the chain Gang Can't you hear them saying, mm, I'm going home one of these days I'm going home See the woman whom I love so dear Meanwhile, uh, I've got to work right here well, you No, know? that's the sound of the men working on the chain game. That's the sound of the men working on the chain game All day long they're saying, hmm, uh, my, 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 my. Uh, my, work is so hard, uh, give me water, uh, I'm My work is
1: so
4: hard. Oh, oh, oh. My, 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 my
1: My work is so hard. You thirst, drink out of my hands. My hands are offering you to my son, who is a spring of clear water. My son told me that I am the woman. And so it is. Those who labor yearn to go home to see the woman. It's beautiful how God lays everything out and what we have in history and even in music can be used today because everything's redefined. Everything's to be made to the glory of God and that's how we see and that's our perspective. And so the woman we love so dearly said June 2nd, 2015 also, if you will know how to love by your works, you will convert others.
2: When I read the message today, I had the image of a tug of war, that game that all of us have played at times, where you have that rope, and one team is on one side, the other team is on another side, and they're both pulling, trying to conquer the other team to bring them over to their side. So you have a rope, or Our Lady says a chain here, and Satan is trying to pull us on one side into sin and slavery. Our Lady is trying to pull us in the other way to bring us closer to God. And this is certainly the picture of our whole world today of feeling and knowing the direction we're supposed to be going in, wanting the kingdom of heaven to come to earth. And yet these forces, regardless of what country you're living in, is constantly pulling us into a direction that we know is leading us into slavery. And we seem powerless to overcome this assault. So what is Our Lady saying, not just in a personal way of our own personal lives of conquering sin, but on that grander scale of how we can gain the strength to get back to God and overcome the forces of evil that are pulling us into sin and slavery?
1: Our Lady gave us a message this morning. Of course, we always pray and we pick a message for our day of what we have. And the lady gave us a message that's so attached to this message today, the 25th. So we heard something similar or something close or something was maybe a comment on the message she was going to give later in the day at apparition time. And so this morning, we picked a message that said May 25th, 2012. The beauty of this is what is what my son once said when a lady appeared uh, very shortly when we were down at SeaWorld. I've told the story before. I won't go into it. And and she appeared so we can get in early to, early enough before they closed to go see a show that wasn't going to be there. We're all in the van praying. We know we were going to miss that time. Our Lady appears in the first joint for mystery instead of at the fifth after we did the rosary. And she'd already told us the night before what time she was going to appear and she appeared 20 minutes earlier or so. And as soon as that happened, my son understood immediately. Joshua says, she's so cool, and everybody busted out of the van and ran inside SeaWorld. Our Lady comes to our place, to our world, to us, because she wants to accommodate us. And what we might think is evil is not. She's a mother, she sees, and she understands all these things. And so there are things we're not supposed to be attached to, but... In this May twenty-fifth, twenty twelve message we picked, it's sometimes God blinds you, or sometimes God makes you our lady makes you see really the message in a certain way you've never seen it before. And so often what we do is to pick a message from the index or and we might drop on a phrase or a single word. And when I picked, I picked Rain in Your Hearts. Immediately my thought was not what I've always traditionally thought about that, and I thought, I can't remember Our lady saying that before. I knew Our lady said rain in your hearts, but I didn't read it that way. And I thought the whole thought was a hundred percent rain, like horses rain. And I thought, wow, I got to see this message, rain in your hearts. And so what she said, she says, therefore I call you anew, open your hearts and your sights toward God. And the things of God and joy and peace will come to reign in your hearts. This is the genius of the message. This is a cowboy message. This is a horse. And you've got to stop the direction you're going. Because what she says before that in this message is God desires to give you joy and peace through prayer. But you little children are still far away. That's the answer I want to give you about the struggle. You said, what are we supposed to do? Our lady says it is through prayer but you little children are still far away, attached to the earth and to earthly things. And then Our Lady says, Today, later on in the day, in the message for today, with all your heart, you are able to say, As it is in heaven, so may be it on earth. Amazing. Because today's earlier message for us, attached to the earth and earthly things. And so Our Lady gives that answer. And that's the answer I give you. Therefore, I call you anew. This was the morning message, May 25th. Therefore, I call you anew. Open your heart and your sights toward God and the things of God. And that's through prayer. And the joy and peace will come to reign in your heart, to pull back on the reins. It comes through the joy and the peace, and you'll want to reign in your hearts and all those things you're attached to, those things you keep from God. And so the struggle that being in the middle, all those things that cost us to be in the middle, is something we always have difficulty with. The world's pulling us one way, the world's, in, and then the heavens are the other way. And so darkness is representing the things of the earth, and we have, our lady's making a real clear choice today. She says that you're free. You little children are free to in freedom decide for God or against him. It's your choice. Do you want to be enslaved by Satan? Or you want to be free and chained to God? Either way, you've got to be attached to something. The May 25th morning message says attached to the earth and earthly things. That's your problem. That's why you still are still fall away. But through prayer, Your joy and peace will come, and then you'll be able to rein in that wildness in you, that wild horse. So now we can coronate this as a cowboy message. I never saw that before. And so this is beautiful, and this is also a witness of how she's so cool, how Our Lady can make you see things that you never saw in a message before. And so we're all in the middle. We're pulled both ways. Paul says, I'm torn you know, if my flesh wants one thing, my, my soul wants the other. And so that's what we just talked about. The flesh does not know what the soul wants. Our ladies coming through the messages to have all those ingredients to apply to everybody to feed you. We hear over and over and over, I'm not getting fed in the homilies. I get food from what y'all say, what you do, what you write, your radio programs. And yet we think we have faith. You know, it's easy to have deep water faith in shallow water. You say, I'm going to swim for an hour in four-foot water, and I know I can make it. Well, if you have that much faith, will you go out there when it's 30 feet deep in the ocean and do the same thing? No, that requires a little bit more faith. Our faith is really for shallow stuff. As long as we're safe, we have faith. When something shakes our faith, and it's a little bit further down the road or a little bit harder to do, we might think, well, uh, yeah, I don't have faith for that. And so this causes us to be in somewhere in the middle instead of having deep water faith so we need to decide if we have deep water faith in the Sheian or not
5: somewhere between the hot and the cold
1: somewhere
5: between the new and the old somewhere between who I am and who I used to be somewhere in the Somewhere between the wrong and the right. Somewhere between the darkness and the light. Somewhere between who I was and who you're making me. Somewhere in the middle you'll find. Just how close can I get, Lord, to my surrender, without losing all control? Fearless warriors in a picket fence, reckless abandon wrapped in common sense, deep water faith God we want Somewhere between a whisper and a roar Somewhere between the altar and the door Somewhere between contented peace and always wanting more Somewhere in Just how close can I get, Lord To my surrender Without losing all control Fearless warriors in the picket fence Reckless abandon wrapped in common sense Deep water faith in the shallow end And we are caught in the middle With eyes wide open Says, the God we want and the God who is But will we trade our dreams for his Or are we caught in the middle? Fearless oh. warriors in a picket fence Reckless, abandoned, wrapped in common sense Caught in
1: I remember years ago writing to get an article called Get Off the Fence. I began to see the pattern of Our Lady's words saying you can only be in the middle. The middle ground is drying up. You have to decide which way you're going to go, the other side or this side, that the choices are there, that we've been going on through decades where we could stay in the middle because that was a time frame before Our Lady came. She's come to make a decisive decision by invitation. And if you don't use that time of grace and the time of invitation, you will be making a decisive decision when the time of grace is over because you're going to be forced to make a decision. It will not be pleasant. And so it is. Today, she said, decide for God or against him. There's no more middle ground. There's no more staying in the middle. That's why we feel pressure. I'm having to go this way or that way. And don't think that it's a pull by both ways. We're in the middle. And heaven wants us and hell wants us. Hell is on the horizon. We become a desperado. The whole world's a desperado. Man's gone furious. He's mad. He's a desperate fella. This is how we are in the world. And so Our Lady said today, prayer is a chain which brings you closer to God. And she said today, see where Satan wants to pull you into sin and slavery. It's your choice, because she said something beautiful today. She said, as it is in heaven, so may it be on earth. And the message we picked this morning, attached to the things of the earth and your earthly life, is what? Keeping you far away from me, far away from God. Reign in. Grab those reins of that horse and rein it in. What do you rein in? Your heart. If you rein in and pull back from the direction you're going, go God's way and rein in your heart, then God will rein in your heart.
2: Well, the problem is, is that Satan has created such confusion as far as what it means that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and to go back to his commandments. It's not black and white for people anymore, what the commandments mean, who Jesus is, what he stood for. And so when Our Lady's drawing this line, for so many people, there's no black and white for them. What What is she saying in those circumstances, in the world that we live in today?
1: Well, Our Lady has come and told us, and she said, said, I've come to teach you truth so that you know how to discern. And that's the problem. We have people discerning, good people discerning bad things and bad ways and bad ideas or or being in the middle and think it's okay because the discernment is not right, it's not correct. Very spiritual people, holy people have bad discernment. And so our lady has given us a whole repertoire of messages in genius ways, speaks to us in rain in my heart, for horse rains to, to rain in God in your heart. All these things, and that's just one of a million things can come out of these messages. Billions of things are going to come out of these messages. So we see that I like to see things in the world, just like Michael and Gladwell, this whole talk about food had nothing to do about spirituality. But I, I listened to this with the glasses that I see through of the messages and apply this to our ladies. Cause that's what she does. She gives me something to the messages for me personally. And then for the whole, the whole consumer spiritual market, I should say for the purpose of feeding everybody and yet to their own taste. This is genius and it's beautiful and it's exciting to be a part of this. And you want to stay in the middle. And so, to clarify what is right, Our Lady says, "I've given you truth, and that's the only way people are going to have to come to that truth, and it's only through prayer they'll decide that, and they'll be illuminated." In the Six Day Wars, uh, Stephen Pressfield, "The Lion's Gate," the name of the book, it's got so many spiritual lessons in there. Some of the greatest spiritual lessons are derived from wars or battles or things that happen in history. Our Lady is here to talk about our history, because history is made today. That's why she says, dear children, today, if you change today, you put that into action, then you change your future, which is tomorrow, that when it turns into yesterday, turns into your history. It's beautiful. She's changing your history to speak about your history for the purpose of of how you're going to be living in the future if you want to have God, peace, and joy. And what will you have? She said, heaven, so may be it on earth. In other words, what is in heaven be on earth? We can equate that. The people who go to hell begin to live hell on earth. People who go to heaven begin to live it on earth. We we have... We're putting up a barn right now. We have some contractors been putting the barn up for a month and a half. The rain stopped them a lot. But our children go down there where the horses are. And I'm, when I'm saying children, I'm not talking about 16-, 17-year-olds. I'm talking about 5-year-olds, 6-year-olds, 7-, 8-year-olds. They go out there, and they train the horses. Our, our little kids have been learned, and we've talked about this, how to handle and how to train horses just like a 25-, 30-year-old cowboy. They're learning this, and they know it. And the little girls was telling us, every time we go down there, the whole construction crew, four or five guys, they all stop and watch us the whole time. That's why they're not getting this barn built. <laughs> and they say it's, they're amazed. And one, the, the head guy that owns the contractor crew, or that this company that's doing the construction part, says they just love watching these kids. Because they're not just sitting on the horses. They're on the ground, just like you see somebody with an elephant or a, a thing doing something at the circus. They're doing all kinds of exercises, making the horses go sideways, make them come to them, make them go backwards by commands. And they're polishing. Every time they go there, they do this to polish the horse up. And then they warm them up that way. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And they, they're measuring rise. You don't see this anyway. And it's heaven to these guys. It's heaven on earth. We see it. It's heaven to us. We're experiencing heaven in our community. It is beautiful the way we live. Is it trials? You bet it is because we're still on earth. But we have these things happening to us. And because we've applied the messages, we're beginning to see as it is in heaven, so may it be on earth. You want that? Then decide for God. You don't want it? Then you don't get it. And you'll be attached to earthly things and you'll be far from God, and you won't know those things of peace, joy, and love. And so Marsha Diane, he's talking about that what his task is to perform as head of the military in Israel. He says, I must manage the war, yes, but beyond that, and indivisible from it, my task is to see beyond the curvature of the earth. My charge is to discern. Our Lady says, I am here to teach you truth that you can discern. We don't know how to discern. That's why we're in trouble. That's why we're messed up. We don't apply those things Jesus said in scriptures. Do what the world does and apply it to my world, my scriptures, my words, my ways. If we can apply it to the methods of food something we can apply to our lady's messages, we understand her, where we're going to get the best taste, where we're going to be nourished the most, what's going to feed us. My charge is to discern and to direct the nation's advantage. So much as this is possible, the momentum of the events. He's got to capitalize on that because they're looking right now at this moment moment where he's saying this in the battle where they can take the Sinai. They've got opportunity to take it and the Suez Canal and Jerusalem itself. They've been exiled for 2,000 years from Jerusalem and Israel for that. And they got an opportunity after 2,000 years to take it. And he didn't even think in this war that they could get to that point. But his momentum of what's happening and how they're winning this thing in six days, a few days into this, four or five days, that they make and take this, the Jerusalem and the, the holy the holy wall. They begin to realize they're living in scripture. We're living Bible. Our Lady is here to bring about the revelations the public revelations into being. She's not given public revelations. She's given private revelations, but she is here to fulfill them. This is it. It's the first time the Virgin Mary ever appeared in a communist country. It was always in a Catholic country, a Christian country before that. And it broke down communism. From there, everything, Russia fell. That's part of her plan of Medjugorje. So we need to advantage that momentum so our lady's here for the purpose to teach us truth of uh, how to discern, how to learn the commandments, not only to save our own souls, but to know how to vantage her plans to continue the momentum through us after she's gone. Genius. Amazing and beautiful altogether. I'm never at a loss of the goodness of what we're part of and how it is that Our Lady is here to do things that we couldn't even imagine, both in the struggle of how bad the world is now but how good the world is. Our Lady said, in this holy time, she's calling this a holy time. And everybody would, who's going to say that? Nobody's going to say that. They're going to say it's an evil time. But she said, a holy time. She said, the wind is my sign. And she is the voice of our history. She tells us, don't be afraid. She tells us, come to follow me. She's here today. She said, I set you free. You want freedom? You're free. I'm not forcing you to follow God. But you can decide in your freedom for him or against him. you got to decide because one way is slavery, one way is freedom. And so our Lady's calling for this. I'm the voice. I will remain. I'm in the wind. I'm in the rain. She's there. She's blowing. She's calling. When it's cold outside, she said, my sign sign is the wind. Jesus' sign is is the cross. But when you hear the wind and it's cold outside, then you know that I'm with you. It's a sign that I'm with you. I am the voice. I am the voice of your future.
2: I said, today you cannot live without prayer because prayer is a chain which brings you closer to God. Another way of seeing the word chain is, especially in regards you cannot live, is the food chain. I remember a long time ago, someone that you were close to, when you were talking about the future, this was years ago probably, 15, 20 years ago. And he said to you, you need to get into the food chain. That's where the future is because of what will come into the world. Today.
1: Hi, you're, you're, I, know what you're, I know where you're going because I, I wasn't going to get in the food chain. and I'm in the food chain. I didn't even know
2: that. Well, you're the, the message. The message, right. <laughs> so is that your answer? <laughs> but that's your answer.
1: Well, yeah, It's true. I never thought about that until you just said that. Just like today, I mean, when I picked that message this morning, the G in rains, the G out of that was not there. It probably was. I just didn't see it. And I thought, I can't remember I said saying it rains like that. And there's a phrase. The phrase We have a phrase index in Words from Heaven, and it said, rain in your heart. And immediately it was telling, I took that interpretation, rain in your heart. And this is this, our lady's spaghetti sauce. She's got another flavor there. It's just, It's just so exciting in our daily walk we see this all the time but i don't know why it's particularly exciting to me today with this message for some reason i don't know it's just seeing all these things that our lady has for us and how you can apply everything to the spiritual life every song everything is changing toward that and that's what our lady is telling us today why don't you just come to your senses we've been in the middle riding this fence for too long we got to get out the fence you can't be in the middle Things that are pleasing us today, that's offered to us all throughout the day, can hurt us. And we've got to realize the queen of hearts is here. She's our queen. She's the best. She wants to defeat every attachment that you have. If you let her, and if you do, she offers the best to you to defeat this. Our lady gives us the finer things of life. She offers us. She's told us today. As it is in heaven, so it may be on earth. What else do you want? But life always wants something else. And usually that's what we can't get. That's the way the world is. We don't have freedom on this earth. And we're walking here in a prison. And a lady said today, I'm coming here to free you. If you break your chains of slavery... Bind yourselves to her and to her chains and pray.
4: Should draw the queen of diamonds, boy. She'll beat you if she's able. You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet. Now it seems to me some fine things have been laid upon your table, but you only want the ones that you can't get. Pain in your hunger They're driving you home and freedom, oh freedom Well, that's just some people talking Your prison is walking through this world all alone Don't your feet get cold to tell the night and the day
1: And you tell me Our Lady is not the voice of history. That what's been written, even in song decades ago, is not addressing her apparitions, who she is, the queen of hearts. She's the best God's got to offer and to sing to us, giving us everything. We're living in amazing moments. And even though this is a great and holy time, we know hell is on the horizon. That's the breaking news every day. If you want to hear, if you want to see, if you want to be shown hell, just watch the news. Just read about the news. Just listen to the news. The earth is becoming a hell. What are we to do about it? It's scary. But one thing for sure is what's breaking out everywhere across the world. is on the horizon. We also have some other breaking news. On this day, January 25th, back in 1989, we have our lady speaking, the heaven's on the horizon. And in that 25th message was in our bedroom. And if the voice of history could be heard, what these walls heard, and what that room heard, and if you were there that day, you would have heard these words, dear children, today I am calling you to the way of holiness, pray that you may comprehend the beauty and the greatness of this way, where God reveals himself to you in a special way. Pray that you may be open to everything that God does through you so that in your life you may be enabled to give thanks to God and to rejoice over everything he does through each individual. I give you my blessing. Thank you for having responded to my call. We had aftershock when our lady left the next day after that three monthly messages to the world from that bedroom. It's history. It can never be erased. Our Lady is here to intervene in our history. And you've been riding fences for so long. The Queen of Diamonds. The Queen of Hearts is always the best bet for us. Now it seems... That we have all the fine things we need. Yet we still want what we can't get. Your pain, your hunger, the drive in your home, the freedom. Why don't you just come to your senses? There's a rainbow above you. You better let somebody love you before it's too late. And that person is our lady. She's the woman of the hour for our salvation come back to our son you thirst drink out of my hands my hands are offering you my son who is the spring of clear water we wish you our lady we love you good night